if you want to go down to the stream to get some fish, but you don't have a pole or a string or a smaller fish, we'll grab that darn axe and you'll be all set. You'll be eating fish. It's axe fishing. Hello and welcome back to Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved, a podcast where three average guys from Midwest talk about Halo as we're replaying all of the Halo games leading up to Halo Infinite. Uh, I am your Master Chief. Uh, yeah, Dave. I was going to think of a second title. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am your uh, multiplayer announcer, Blaine Tacular. Oh, man. And I am your uh, withering husk of a uh, Captain Andrew. How was uh, how was playing Halo this week? So this week we had to play through, not had to, got to play through uh, <laughs> the final two missions. It uh, felt like had to at one point. <laughs> Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, we played Keys. Uh, we played the Maw, and Blaine put an additional challenge on that that we were going to play the Maw on Legendary and see who could finish it the fastest. And then also we, we played some multiplayer. So... Um, we can talk about the multiplayer later, but how were how were the two missions for you? How was I guess we'll we'll start with keys. How was how was keys for everybody? Yeah, Andrew, did you actually play it this week? I did. I did actually play. Um, I caught up. Uh, my um, uh, very quickly. My opinions on the library is that it is terrible, um, <laughs> and the two betrayals is just while fun. It's t- it's very unnecessarily long. Um, just it's it's so like glaringly obvious how it is just exactly assault on the controller map but dark outside <laughs> it, like when when you're playing through assault on the control room the first time there are like buildings and doors that are locked and you're, you're like well that's strange but then when you go visit it again on the two betrayals they're unlocked and the other doors are locked so it's just like oh okay i i got it <laughs> They're planning ahead. This is how they completed the game in six months. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. Like yep. when we were uh, starting to talk, I was so amazed at how they they got it done so fast. But yeah, it's been it's it's obvious now that they just uh, you play through half the game and then they just reverse it and you play through it backwards. <laughs> yeah, again. Yep, a lot of copy and pasting. Yep. More enemies. But yeah, keys. Uh, this is a mission that I completely forgot existed until we started playing it. Yep, completely agree. And I would say I have already forgotten about it. I was gonna, yeah, I, I just played it and I already forgot it. I, I know you start out in kind of a wide openish area. Well, no, you you start out the very far start of the mission. You've been teleported um, mm-hmm. from the previous mission. And you land upside down. It's a little bit of comedic relief because um, you you got teleported to a different side of the ring. So I'm sure she messed up the coordinates. Um. Anyway, it's like if you were to teleport to Australia. Yeah, you'd be upside down. All the Australians stand on their heads. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. Then you kind of you go through. Is this truth and reconciliation area, or is this just a different? Um, it's, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you're on a ship though, just like the truth and reconciliation. Yeah. Essentially. Yep. And you're there. So you're there because you have to get the captain or his neural implants. Uh, so you can go back to the pillar of autumn and blow it up and therefore blow up halo. That's kind of the game plan. So that's why you're there. You're looking for, looking for captain keys. Mm-hmm. So he's on, he's on board the Truth and Reconciliation, but uh, Cortana couldn't teleport you inside the ship, so she got you close. So this is another sort of s- similar to the Truth and Reconciliation. It's it's kind of a sneaky uh, mission where you're wandering through uh, canyons, and this time instead of uh, like sneaking around uh, Covenant, you're basically. Uh, trying to sneak past the flood attacking the Covenant and getting to the grav lift to get onto the ship. Well, hold on. She actually does get you on the ship right away. Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how it is. Yeah. 
Yep. And you're going through the ship, and then there's like a big hole blasted out of it. So you have to. I don't know if I guess it's the same ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the truth and reconciliation. Okay. Yeah. So that then you you jump down and land in the big pool, and then yeah, then you're. I guess I didn't treat it at all like a sneaking <clears throat> mission. I just gunned everything down. But maybe maybe I played it wrong. Uh, but I just shot everything that moved. I completely yeah. thought that I fell through and died when I fell out of the ship the first, you know, when I'm playing through. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. This is this, my frustration with the game was showing at this point. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I wasn't having fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you were just after the library. And did you did you play them straight through? Um... No, I stopped after the two betrayals, and then I did Keys and the Ma in a different night. But oh, it was sure. like the next night. So when this one, I also played on. I think Blaine, you said it in the last episode. I played this one on the remastered because the original it's just pitch black. Yeah, it's so like, dark. Like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> did you guys not use the flashlight at all? I just switched it to the remastered, and then I could see and didn't need yeah. a flashlight. Right, oh. basically. Use the flashlight. <laughs> the flashlight is just bad in this game. It it is hilarious. Like you have this overshield that can protect you from all sorts of damage, but you don't. Your your flashlight runs out of battery in like forty five seconds. Like it's, it's fine. It's fine. It got the job done. <laughs> but, See, I didn't. I didn't dislike this mission, but I also just didn't like it. It's just a nothing mission for me. It was just something yeah. that you had to do. And I, I don't know. I mean, there's parts that were fun. There was parts that were kind of frustrating, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think I, uh, I guess I, I must've died a couple times, but I didn't think it was that difficult either. I just kind of yeah. walked my way slowly through it. Yeah. It's pretty forgettable. Um, but mm -hmm. so yeah, you, you get onto the ship again, you fight your way through and then you are supposed to, you're hoping to rescue captain keys. But you find that he has been, I don't know, entombed by the flood. He's one giant sack of floodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can like see his face, and it's kind of a horror moment. Um, like, yeah, no, he's gone. But like we talked in the last episode, the flood are trying to use his memories and thoughts and that kind of stuff uh, to get back to Earth and figure out how to infect more creatures. So, Master Chief... That must be why they encase him, right? Because all the other ones, they just turn into soldiers, but they must have realized this guy knows a whole lot. So, like, plug him in so we can get more info, I guess. That's I think make... so. Well, and you're also just too late, because, like, right when you're going up, I think right, it's right before the grab lift or once you're on the ship, you can hear him talking, and then you, like, actually talking, and then you kind of hear him yell, and that's when Cortana tells you to hurry up. So you kind of almost save him. I mean, you can't yeah. save him. Right. But he, like, just Did you guys him. find his uh, corncob pipe? No. Oh. No, I forgot it's, about that. If you look at around, look around, you can find it. I think it's a, an achievement, but... It, it's like right by him, right? Yeah. Did you look at him in remastered or original view? I did both. I flipped back and forth. It, yeah. They did a good job with the remastered. Yeah. You could actually, like see him <laughs> right did you uh punch him or shoot him uh, no i did oh good job nothing, nothing <laughs> special happens you just feel bad <laughs> you so, andrew as a person just feels bad yeah so yeah after in the cutscene, you basically like punch his head in and steal his brain implant you put that in your helmet and then you have to um find a banshee to get off the ship um so you be, you kind of fight your way back through all of the twisting turning hallways of the of the truth and reconciliation to get to the hangar bay where the banshees are kept and um is this the mission that first introduces the the elite uh elites and grunts they're wearing all black armor i think so yeah yeah, so I think it, you're right. It aims to ramp up the the difficulty by 
introducing grunts that carry fuel rod guns, which can just about one-shot you. And then, yeah, elites that are just that much stronger. They're not as strong as gold elites, um, but they're really powerful, and they throw they're more grenades, I feel like. Yeah. The worst part about those fuel rod grunts is that the fuel rod cannons can um, blow, like, start the grenade oh, yeah. chain. Yep. They'll blow up after they die. Yeah, yeah. When the gun is dropped, it blows up. Yep. So if the grunt had any grenades on him, he it yeah. blows up those. So that that was like the biggest challenge on this mission for me was you'd be just like because you're in these really small hallways and you'd kill like two or three grunts and then a, a large pile of grenades builds up and then it just you'd get blown up at random. Right. Yeah. And if it isn't them, then it's the the flood muffin tops that are going to do it to you. Right. There's a lot blown up in very tight quarters. <laughs> kind of the whole way through, even when you're outside. Because it's not like it's wide open outside. It's narrow. No, little narrow canyons. The whole mm-hmm. way through. So, yeah. It is kind of, I, I just, to me, this mission is just a 5 out of 10. It's not great. It's not bad. It just is. It's just a thing you kind of need to do. And then you're done with uh, it. On a scale of five, though, what is it? Two and, Two and a half. half. Well, no, no, no decimals, no halves, no halvesies. I'd put it at a three over a ten. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it at a three and a half, probably. What? <laughs> Did you guys? Uh, t- so toward the end, the, they fly in banshees, and that's how you escape. Did you go through the you know supposed you're supposed to walk your way down through hallways and stuff, or did you jump off? I took a couple of lives to figure out how to jump down. Okay. I just, once I got to the last room and I could see where I needed to go, I just jumped down and left. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of stuff blowing up all around me and I just got out of there. Right. It took me a couple of hours because there's like three or four elites down by the banshees that would just all snipe you. Yeah. They'd melt you. Yeah. See, I I feel like if the library was this length real quick, Going back to the library, if it was this length, <laughs> I feel like I would. It would be more like keys, right? Because this one, if it was any longer, if it was as long as the library, it's like twice as long, then I would dislike it. But it's not that long. It doesn't take that. It's like okay, just get in. You're done. I think the library could be like that if it was this length. But but anyway, on, on an easier difficulty, this level would have taken maybe ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you could really blitz through it really quickly. It's very short. But, um, yeah, so that's that level. Mm-hmm. Pretty unremarkable and forgettable. Mm-hmm. But that leads us to the last level, which, oh man, it starts a, it starts a tradition in these Halo games. Um, with the ending level being, uh, it ends with, so, similar to Metroid, I suppose, where things are blown up and you've got to escape the blowing up, driving a warthog, the the least responsive to most terrible uh, vehicle they've got in the game. But spoiler alert: jumping ahead to the end. Yeah, geez. sure. <laughs> All of our listeners. Yeah, so you've got the codes from keys, and now you have to go initiate the like self destruct sequence of the Pillar of Autumn. So you're flying, you start out the mission sort of like crash landing your Banshee onto the Pillar of Autumn, um, and then you have to go to the the sort of control room. I guess that's the bridge of the ship. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's the bridge. Yep, and then uh, initiate the self-destruct sequence. So this is... is, mm -hmm. it's, It's kind of a cool mirror of you start the game... Right. In this room, you know, all the cutscene leads up to this, and this is where you first get to. Well, I don't know, not not really. You get to lead Master Chief up to this point, but like, yeah, it's the one part of the backtracking that is kind of cool in this game. Is yeah, you you play this right away from the start, and uh-huh. you know, if you were brand new to this game, it's it's cool to fight back through the the things that you already did in this situation. Because it's mm-hmm. like coming back home, but everything is yeah. blown up and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty. Yeah. I don't know, poetic, nah, but sure, it is fun. 
I completely agree with you. And then as you're running back later on and you see like the, the cryo chambers and that kind of stuff, I do, I think it's fun. It, it just brings the game full circle, almost like a halo, like a ring. Whoa. <laughs> so yeah, you, you go to the bridge, you plug Cortana in and she's like, all right, let's, let's blow this thing. And then beep, boop, beep, three, four, three guilty spark shows up and he's there oh, to ruin, fungus. ruin, ruin the time. So he's somewhere on the ship and he's basically like, what's he doing? He's not letting the codes work, I guess, essentially. And so yeah, he's, he's overridden the override. Yes, that's it. Classic. <laughs> so yeah, you hear him talking a little bit and he's saying, you know, you can't blow up the ring, you know, what are you doing? And uh, he cuts off the self-destruct sequence. And so then, what do you have to, you have to, you have to go find him. He's in engineering and then she's going to figure out how to um, blow the ship up kind of without it. You basically, she tells you that the only other way to do it is by, by manually triggering the, the self-destruct through blowing up the engines um, or like causing a meltdown in the engines because they're nuclear or whatever. So right. Um, right. you fight your way to the engine room, um, and then I guess there are only four engines, and they're very, like, so what you have to do is you have to, like, the, the engine room is just this big, like, open three-story room, and you have to, like, walk up three stories, hit a button um, that, like, opens up this little chamber that has these vents that open and close very slowly and then you're supposed to like throw a grenade in the vent when it's open and then it'll blow up and every time you blow one up more flood and sentinels come into the room and then you have to like fight them off and then go to a different corner of the three-story room and do the same thing four times and the checkpoints are like completely arbitrary and at random um, it seems like because there was one time where I blew up three of them and didn't get a checkpoint, and then there and then I died, and then there was a time where um, I got like three checkpoints walking up to one of the buttons. <laughs> it's just like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yep, no, I uh, I had a ton of trouble with this, and uh, to remind you, we were playing on legendary as kind of a challenge, and so your shotgun ammo you actually run out of because. You actually have to kill a lot of people. And sometimes the the flood you're shooting takes more than one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, reminded I, of, I was reminded of how much of a difference legendary really is because this yep. one is even before you get to the engine room, fighting through the hallways, fighting to the bridge, fighting down to the engineering room. It, the, it was a challenge the whole way. I don't think right. I died a lot before the engine room, but it was definitely much slower and like a lot more tactical, throwing a lot more. I don't know. Just I, I thought it was more fun, um, because I don't know. Like one, the environment was familiar, so you could kind of like you knew how to approach stuff, and it wasn't all new. And two, like none of those firefights felt super like stilted against you, but they were still challenging. I don't know. Yeah, it I was know, fun. Yeah. It it is fun and um you yeah you definitely have to play differently whereas in heroic you can kind of play a little bit casually and just be like yeah I'm just gonna shoot them all and I'm gonna kill them all before I run out of ammo kind of a thing um, whereas in legendary it's you know you have to be tactical and you have to go I you know I have a plasma pistol and it's at thirty five okay I need to kill one and then take his plasma pistol so then I can keep on go i don't know it's it you you think about it it kind of gives you a little bit more interactive uh feel to it but then also i feel like a lot of it you end up you kind of go around a corner and then everyone's there either you chuck a bunch of grenades or they start shooting at you and you just you backpedal because your shield is gone yeah almost instantly this was one time that i actually was like using grenades as fast as i could pick them up Basically yeah. every other time in the game, I kind of forgot about grenades. <laughs> right. 
I mean, I used them the whole way through the entire game, but this one especially, I used all of the grenades that were available. But uh, yeah, so when yep. you get to the, because of that, I used all the grenades. When I, when I got to the engine room the first time, I just figured, because she tells you um, there's also an armory if you need to go pick up you know, more grenades um, to blow up the vents. And I, I just didn't even worry about it. I was like, there's been grenades this entire way through. I'll just find them. It's not a big deal. Nope. When I finally got to the button, jumped on the thing, vent opens up. I had one grenade and I missed the first throw. I mm-hmm. think you need two. You need two. Yep. Yeah. And so didn't work. And I went running around and I couldn't find any because I think they all blew up in chain reactions on my way up there. So then I had to go find the armory, which really isn't that hard. You just kind of got to backtrack a little bit. Um, and I got a rocket launcher and I never found it. <laughs> there, there are arrows on the ground that say armory and point. I don't read. <laughs> I didn't see those until I was leaving the armory, heading back, and then it's like a bright red arrow that says armory. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely missed it. <laughs> yeah, and so it was, it was a struggle and a half for me because, yeah, I was fighting flood without any ammo, and then also you can't use grenades because that's your only way to blow up the things and i feel like i looked for the armory and i in my head i remember it being more attached to the the, the engine room that's how but, i remembered it too yeah like so then i was like walking around the outside like looking at the doors being like hey is this the no that's not the armory and so i'd done a couple laps i'm like i don't know i quit i'm, I'm just gonna throw grenades i guess that's the the easier option but no yeah it that took me so long because every time you open up one of the engines to be able to throw grenades in, then that's when a bunch of sentinels pop out and they melt you along with the flood that's jumping around. It uh, it's it's chaos and it it definitely got frustrating because I was I was dumb and not patient enough or observant enough to go find the armory. I mean, it, even with the stuff in the the armory, I mean, it made actually like once you got to the vent, it made that easier. But it also made you just go to one gun, right? Because I picked up the rocket launcher for the sole purpose of blowing up vents. And so other than the final one where I could use it a little bit, I only used one gun because I was too scared to run out of (laughs) rocket launcher ammo. Um, But yeah, then when you're on the pillars, the the stupid sentinels, because you're completely exposed, there's nowhere to hide, and they all pop out right when you blow it up. And they take your shields down so fast, and then the flood can get you. And the fall damage. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. You, if you accidentally fall off those things. <laughs> the movement in this game is so slippery sometimes. You, like, land to jump, but slip right off the thing you landed on. And then yep. fall three stories to your death. Yep. It's very challenging. It took... This took me quite a while, but... Hey, when yeah. you go... So you had to get to the third story to push the, like the button to open up the vent. Did did you guys run up the stairs to get all the way up to the third story, or did you get to the second story and then jump on the boxes? I did the boxes a lot. Oh, I did the stairs the whole way up. How yeah. annoying were those boxes? Blaine? Yeah, they're they're these little. So it's like they're supposed to be kind of circular. But they have little nubs on the four, not corners, but, you know, like a crosshair on it. And there's these little nubs, and they they must be made of KY jelly or something, because you jump up on there and you slip off or you bounce off or you something every time. Yeah. And then even when you get up there then and you try and jump off, like, yeah, it's it's like you don't have traction on that box. It's terrible. And I don't remember it being that difficult. I don't either, right? Because the boxes are placed there, right. obviously, as a shortcut. Yeah, they're meant to be jumped on, but I I have no idea. It's it's. I almost think they did that on purpose to be like, yeah, this, these boxes are too easy. We're going to add something to make them just painful. Yeah, it's, it was miserable. <laughs> I, I tried to do that on the very last one for about a second. And the first time I fell off one of them, I was like, nope. Because at that point, I died so many times. I was like, no, I just need to to go. 
I do think, though, that this is the first room in the game where there's actually infinite enemies. I don't think you can yeah. kill everything. Right. Well, I'm sure, because I would go all the way up, hit the button, and then sometimes I could get back up to the third level because the, the pillar brings you back. But sometimes I, I wouldn't, and I would go down to those boxes. But if you ever went down to, like, or like to get a health kit, because there was health kits on the bottom level. Yep. And you could kill everything on the stairs, go down, get a health kit, and come back up, and there'd be immediately more enemies so they just yeah. kept kept spawning until you eventually uh after several deaths blow up all of the engines and start the countdown so the ship is gonna blow and then i completely forgot where to go with this and i was all the way up on the third level and i went all the way down to the bottom and then realized i had to go all the way back up <laughs> cortana tells you to go up to the third level uh, i must have missed that <laughs> did the uh once you get, yeah, so you go past that, and then you get to the place you're supposed to go, and there's an elevator that comes down. Yeah. And there's, like, an elite squad. There's two elites and a bunch of grunts. How many times did you guys die to them? Uh, probably a good five, six times. <laughs> uh, just once, because I still had some rocket launcher. That's okay. why I died the first time, and then... <laughs> I think as soon as the door opened, I threw two grenades and followed it up with a rocket and <laughs> took yeah. them all out at once. I had I had one plasma grenade, an empty shotgun, and I think a pistol. So my my only hope, and I was low health, so my only hope because I I forgot about this. I'd, I'd stick one elite, and then hopefully that would like break the shields of the other one, and I would eventually like gun the other one down. Along with all the grunts, that was the only way I died. Probably fifteen times of that. I was so in, in such a bad place running into that. I was so pissed <laughs> off because I was like, I was I was ready to be done. But then, but then, oh my god, the most annoying part of it's it's fun, but also very annoying. So you, so after you go up the elevator, you get like the last checkpoint of the game. Um and you have to take a warthog um and drive it to uh, a spaceship basically. Um, you got to get off. There's actually a ticking clock. Yep. So you get five minutes to get off, and um, it's yeah, it and it's it's you just have to navigate an obstacle course mm-hmm. with your warthog and. It's like it's so shitty. <laughs> um, because like your the warthog doesn't consistently ramp off of the ramps like at the right speed or height or distance. So like you never know if you're gonna land right, and if you don't land perfectly, you flip your warthog. Mm-hmm. Half the time you get thrown out of it, and then you get run over by it while it's flipping around. Um, yeah. there are enemies shooting at you, but they really aren't like, yeah, they don't really do anything. The only ones, the sentinels, the no, sentinels, the sentinels are fine. The only ones that were a threat were there was one room with a bunch of fuel rod cannon grunts just sitting on top of a, a pillar that like they, the, the game like tricks you into running into this pillar because the first four rooms you just like drive down the middle and go up and down ramps and jump and then like after that you go down a ramp and then you you come out of the ramp into a jump and you just go straight into this pillar full of uh, grunts and you get stopped and then they just fire at you <laughs> and, and there, there's no way there's no good way or in to navigate that room it's so annoying. Everywhere else, there's like a best path to follow. This one, See, they never, they never killed me. I don't think I died once in there, but I think it's in the second room where you go off a big jump and then there's a bunch of sentinels. My warthog kept flipping over, and if it flips, they just shred you. By the time oh, yeah. it takes, you, you, there's not enough time to flip the warthog back and get it on it, and then it, you were <laughs> reminded how slowly it accelerates as they're beam laser beaming you. They never killed me once. Yeah, no, I uh, didn't die to anyone. Um, I don't know. I I must have played that that mission so many times that I feel like I could have done it blindfolded. Like yeah. it, it the the controls are awful, but like I I knew like okay, I'm not gonna go down this tunnel because I can just go around it, 
because if you go down that tunnel, you're going to crash into this, or it's, like, inconvenient. And so I was weaving through things, and I'm like, why am I going down this one? I go, oh, okay, it, that was a quick route. Like, it really was, like, riding a bike. I knew all the, the, the quickest routes and, like, avoid this and drive on this side here. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't even know if I ever lost my shield. But, like Andrew said, the the biggest problem is these these, like, planned or scripted jumps your warthog will just randomly start to flip. Like, you can be going a straight line, full speed, and 10 times out of 10, you'll land differently every time. And I, mm-hmm. there's no, no rhyme or reason about it. It's just kind of luck if you actually land on all four wheels. It's terrible. Yeah. See, I didn't have that much of a problem with it. Not as much as a problem as you did, Andrew. I didn't, I didn't think it was off. Well, my very first time, I made it down. I made it through the whole thing. I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to beat Blaine. First run, no way. And then as soon as you have to jump out and do the final run on your feet, I forgot to go to the side. And I tried to run up the middle, and I was immediately blown up by everything. And then it took a, it took a while then. I, I kept dying. But it wasn't one thing in particular. Everyone was different, except for the... the Stupid Sentinels. That room took me... I think I died three times in a row to them. I was so angry. But so I guess I was kind of in between you guys. I didn't... I thought I was going to do it oh, just clean, and that would have been so cool. But <laughs> it wasn't terrible either. Yeah. Uh, there, I... Yeah. I forgot about the part where you're actually supposed to like stop and wait for uh, Fohammer to come get you. Yeah. But like... The, I was like, nope, gonna keep driving because yeah. yeah, the ship comes by and it's like this is supposed to be your, you know your drop pod that helps you escape. Uh, but no, it gets shot down by a bunch of banshees and it's like, nope, later, nerd. And then you just you hear in the background getting shot down. And you're like, yeah, no, that sucks to be you. And you're already halfway there before like the timer starts again. <laughs> yeah, I do remember playing that the very very first time and they're like, you made it, and I was like, the road goes, but okay. Stop here, <laughs> wait around, and then yeah, because the clock, the, the timer disappears, but I think it's still ticking the whole time. Yeah, and so you're <laughs> just wasting time. <laughs> but I didn't. Did you guys have any issues with the big jump part? She makes a yeah. point to say there's a huge jump, and it's coming up, and if you gun it full speed, you should make it. I never had an issue. I cleared it easily every time. No, <laughs> the dumb thing. The, the warthog just decides to start rotating like into a front flip for no apparent reason. And then, so like, oh no, you flipped. Your, so yeah, you go off a, a big jump, you land on a, a small platform, which then has a smaller ramp. They then have to jump like a, just like a little gap. But if you fall through the little gap, you die and you have to start the entire thing over. And it's literally like the last jump. Um, so if your warthog does a front flip or half of a front flip, um, and you have to flip it back over and try to make the little jump, you don't have enough speed and you will die. Yep. So that happened to me like two or three times and (laughs) so demoralizing because it's like, I I can see the end, but, uh, no, (laughs) the game decided it didn't want me to. I, so it took me an hour and two minutes or something like that to beat this this level. I spent about a half hour of it on the the dumb driving. Part. Yeah, no that that took me five, six, seven, eight minutes maybe. Yeah, yeah mine was about fifteen. But it, and I did get the achievement. My the time that I did beat it, um, I got the achievement for never flipping the warthog. Nice. So I, I did like a perfect yeah. run. I did too. I did, I I don't think I guess unless you did it, Blaine. I didn't. I don't think you can beat it on legendary without a perfect run. Maybe you well, can. Yeah, you might be able to. But you didn't get the achievement. I checked. <laughs> I'm the one who got the achievement. My my hog flipped right right at the end, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna run it. If I die, then I'll I'll try and get it next time. But yeah, no, I made it with like a sliver of health at the end. Yeah. Did you guys run up the middle, or did you go off to the side for the final sprint? Right, middle. I zigzagged. I don't know. I, I, just, I just did it. I only got to the end twice. The first time and the last time. 
And when I got to the end the last time, I was over it because I had died so many times just getting there. And so I immediately ran to the left, hugged the wall the whole way, and then it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But. Uh, the, the first time I got all the way to the end, um, I had no shields left and just a sliver of health. And I was one, maybe two steps away from finishing the level. And an elite just came out of nowhere and shot me in the back. And <laughs> he died. So I had to start it all up again. <laughs> but, so that's, that's the game, right? So you get in, you get in that ship. Um, what uh, does anybody say anything? I mean, you you watch the uh, the pillar of autumn explode. It shatters the ring. Uh, so then Halo blows up, and then. You missed the uh, legendary difficulty, uh, kind of the the game creator's little Easter egg. If you beat it on legendary, it shows Char- Sergeant Johnson, <clears throat> yep. sorry, hugging an, an elite and just saying, "What is it? Come here, baby. This is no, this is it, baby. Hold me." <laughs> and the elite just goes, mm. yep. and they and hug. He, and he does move his left hand down to the, the elite's butt. Yep. <laughs> while the ship explodes. Yep. Yeah, the longsword. That's what you're on a longsword. That's the name mm-hmm. of the ship. Yep. And you buzz away. And then, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. There's a final cutscene, and the uh, chief takes off his helmet, and you're thinking, you know, maybe I'll see his face, but you don't. You think the camera will pan a little bit, but you never do. And that's the game. I really like this one. I, this was this was definitely frustrating, but I chalked it more up to legendary than the mission, mm-hmm. um, and so I thought it was fun. It was definitely time to be done when it was, but I, I really enjoyed them all. It's fun, but like it's just like they couldn't couldn't they have spent a little more time making it so that it, the game wouldn't screw you over? Um. <laughs> no, they couldn't. They only had six months, Andrew. Yeah, the only thing we've been over this. I think the Warthog run is that's the one part of the final level that would de- is definitely less fun on Legendary. Like that would that if I think if you're in any other one, I think you make it, you know, two or three times and then you're and then you're kinda good. I disagree. I love it on Legendary. I feel like it doesn't change anything, really. Yeah. I feel like if you weren't you could get if you did flip it, you could write it and then keep going. Maybe not. And there's there's some history behind the Ma too. Of yeah, I'm I'm surprised Andrew hasn't brought it up. So I no, will. My arm. I'm the bigger man here, the better <laughs> person. Um, Andrew and I were very first playing Halo all the way through. I'm pretty sure on easy. Like yeah. we were that bad. Um, so we got to this point, and it was only single player. Did we only have one controller? Yeah. I only had one controller on a on a game that is like all about co-op. Um and so we were taking turns on the Maw and the the final Warthog run. I'm pretty sure it was after each time we died we'd trade controllers just throughout yep. the game. Yep. And uh Andrew killed himself and then he bit me. Are you um, kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened is Blaine flipped his Warthog on the first jump. And it, he killed himself somehow, and he wouldn't give the controller back. And then <laughs> I, we wrestled for the controller, and then he bit me really hard. <laughs> I don't know who to believe. <laughs> you should probably believe Andrew. Yeah, yeah I, I believe yeah. <laughs> No, I, I definitely bit him. <laughs> I, I, at that point, I was just seeing red because it's like, oh, I. I want to say like the time before I was so close and then <laughs> then it just to go, you know, you drive over the one little hump and the warthog flips and kills you. It's just like, no, I don't want to sit here for another 10 minutes for to watch Andrew suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the uh, the biter. History. The, the incident. We don't that's talk cool. about the incident. <laughs> but we do talk about multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. played multiplayer. Um, I, multiplayer was the reason I think many people bought Xboxes. I mean, Halo was the reason I bought an Xbox, and a lot of people did. 
but Halo Parties is kind of how I was introduced to it. So this was, to me, the multiplayer kind of was Halo. Like, as great as the campaign is and how much I enjoyed it, the Halo Parties and plugging multiple Xboxes together and, like, 16 people together to play, um, just a ton of fun. But, yeah, so we, we played, uh, there's a couple of new maps, which I didn't, did we play? I think we only played one or two of the new maps. I didn't super care for them, but this was this was weird for me because I remember having so much fun with multiplayer, and then we played it, and I was just it was it, miserable. It didn't hold up. It wasn't miserable. It was yeah, no. I I had fun, but I remember it being more, and it just kind of wasn't. I had a good time, but it's not um, something that I could go back and like play repeatedly like i used to they were they were okay so it wasn't miserable it was okay but like half the time we were getting just like terrible game types and like uh, and then the other times it'd be like we landed on a map that was from the pc version that we had never played before and People just kept leaving, so then our team was up like eight to five people, and then it just wasn't fun. We just camped out in the middle of the map and killed everybody. Um, and it is just like everybody uses the pistol, and yep. that's it. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's there's really no reason other than the sniper rifle or a vehicle that there's no <laughs> no need to actually use anything else. No, because nope. you can kill someone in three shots with the pistol. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, so, I mean, it was, okay, it was kind of fun going back to some of those old levels, but I'm just not good at the game, so, <laughs> it, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's plenty of rose-tinted glasses when it comes to these, because, yeah, like, like Dave said, it was, yeah. it was only, uh, once or twice that we actually got 16 people together, and that would require, yeah, hooking up four Xboxes to for CRT or yeah yeah the, I would I would lug around a 27 inch CRT TV yep you would bring giant TVs and you'd throw it in the back of your Cutlass Sierra and then yeah haul it over to your your friend Dustin's and set it up in the basement and you play four screen split screen yep and your screen is the size of our phones nowadays. Like pretty much, yeah. That's that's what you had to go with, and you had to shoot other people. And it was it was the best time of your life because you then ate pizza and drank Gatorade. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we would have capture the flag matches that lasted two hours. Yep, we would legitimately break the the scoring system. You could only get up to 255 kills because computer language. Yep. Um, and yeah, no, there would the the games would last forever. We by three o'clock in the morning, you'd be finally going home. Um, yeah, I yeah. think because of these parties, I owned two copies of Halo because <laughs> people would would not have they'd have an Xbox, but they wouldn't have Halo, and mm-hmm. um, so then. It was just easier for me to buy two copies of Halo than to convince other people to go out and buy this game. <laughs> we just needed the Xboxes. Right. So, and then at a point when Andrew and I lived together, between the two of us, we had how many Halos? Like five somehow? Something like that. Yeah, we had inherited some copies of Halo. So, <laughs> But um, yeah, I, it's way more fun to play with people. Um that you know uh, and that you can like set up game types that people like and you come up with silly names. Um, so it'd be like, oh, be like your mom, you, you killed your mom or a tin cup. You got killed by a tin cup, yep. that kind of thing. And, or Jesus, you know, Jesus killed you. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So then you could and then you could like strategize and do all that kind of stuff. And you're not waiting around for matchmaking to pick a random level on a game type that you don't want. Right. So like I remember with the names, I remember we were at uh, Darren and Dustin's house and I was upstairs and I was looking at the names and I kept getting killed by this one person. And it was Mike last name Hunt. And I. And I read it. And I, I didn't. I didn't put it together, and I was getting so frustrated. 
And then I yelled finally at like the 20th time they killed me. And I went, who the hell is Mike Cunt? And Darren's mom was right behind me. Like, as soon as I said it, I caught it. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, we all died laughing too. I think they even downstairs are laughing. <laughs> I just remember I was sober. I don't think she even said anything. Um, no, I don't remember. I think it's yeah. blacked out from embarrassment. But yeah, we have all sorts of inside jokes or I don't know memes. I guess at this point, but there was one uh, where snipers we we're playing snipers, and you know we were red team one match and then blue team the next. While well, my brother. Downstairs, they all the red team spawned by each other. Well, he, he didn't realize they had switched, so he just started killing his entire team. And <laughs> we just hear, you know, just you see like betrayals kind of pop up, and then you just hear three headshots from downstairs. And we all look at each other. We we can all see our, you know, our, our team screens, and then we're like, <laughs> what? And then Dustin just closed down the game because Trevor just betrayed his entire team. Yeah. <laughs> oh god uh, right away when i started coming to halo parties i still didn't have an xbox and so the only thing that i could contribute was doritos and mountain dew so that was my thing i would bring a party size bag of cool ranch prices bag of nacho cheese and like a two liter of mountain dew that's all i could contribute i didn't have anything else <laughs> <laughs> no that's all you needed do you remember my affectionate name for you Dave, or people of your your caliber, <laughs> the meat shield, the meat shields. Oh, I'd literally, just be like Dave, run out in the middle, and yeah. Dave would get shot to death. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, there they are, and then I would shoot the people that were shooting Dave. No, I took to it too because I yeah. was I, I was terrible at trying to get my kill death ratio good. So then I, that's why my name was Beast Whale because I would just <laughs> run in. And as long as I could take one person out with me, I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. Jesus. Uh, <sighs> All right, so, Dave, bring us home. Yeah, so that was that was Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, I thought it was really fun. It was a good time playing it. Um, it's been fun kind of talking about it and reliving it. Um, yeah, but next is Halo 2. So we're gonna play up until the arbiter level. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my my final take on Halo if you'll allow me. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Any final thoughts? Not as good as I remembered. I don't think it's. I, I don't know. That's what you were gonna say. <laughs> cut it. Cut it out. Cut it out of this podcast. Yeah. No, I don't think it's as good as we remember it. It's it's it's. It's very clearly now that I've replayed it. It's it's clearly a product of six months of development. <laughs> it's I it is it for what it is. It's fun, but it's like I mean they they perfected it by two and three. So like it's sure, but I'm excited I mean, for the next iteration. I, do you look at it like modern games, or do you look at it where this is 2001 and the game up until this point was GoldenEye? Well, I'm willing to. I mean, I can see it both ways. Like at the time, you know, for its time, it was really good. But now, going back, it's like I would never go back and play this game. I don't need to anymore. I would rather just look back fondly on my memories and say, I did have a good time playing this and I don't want to go back and taint those memories. Like I just did. <laughs> all right. I'm going to set an alarm in my phone for 10 years from now. And we're all going to play co-op together. <laughs> yeah. See, we'll be probably would probably be more fun with co-op. Actually it would. I think I would, yeah. I, my, my final take on halo is I, I agree with you for the multiplayer. The multiplayer did not hold up at all to what I remember it being. And I, as soon as we were done, I was very content being, I'm done with Halo 1 multiplayer. I don't need to do this again. But where I strongly disagree is the campaign. The campaign was exactly as much fun as I remember. The, the fun missions were exactly as fun as I remember. The library was just as terrible as I remember. It was, I, the, the campaign completely held up for me. Um, I thought that was cool for how, how old it was. Uh, so that's, yeah, that was my, the, the multiplayer, I'm, I'm all with you, but the campaign I thought was, it was exactly as I remembered it. 
Nope, still the perfect game. I uh, disagree with you both. Multiplayer was still good. Uh, again, I mean, yeah, compared to what we have now, it's garbage. It looks, seems like, it, it plays like a game a high schooler can make. Um, but again, this was 20 years ago, and everything up until that point was even more garbage uh, compared to this. But so if you if you kind of look at it with the correct lens of what the time was, I, it it revolutionized. It literally revolutionized first person shooters, and there's a reason every FPS that came out after this was supposed to be the Halo killer, and none of them necessarily lived up to that name until Call of Duty. Uh, even then, that's I don't know if you can kind of compare it as the same thing, but. When this was um, the first game, and maybe the only game, maybe not the only one, but this is the, definitely the first game where people bought a console to play the game. Because yep. it was only on Xbox. Everyone else would just you know pick whatever one they wanted, and then the games were that. But because Halo was only on Xbox, that is why I got an Xbox. I know that's a lot of reason why a lot of people did, and it sold consoles. Um, I do think if you had a bunch, like had a party, and you could get a bunch of people on, then I think multiplayer would be a lot more fun, um, you know, compared to just random online. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, I mean, that wasn't a thing, I don't think. At least I never played it online before. It was only just... No, there was no Xbox Live back when it came out. Halo, yeah. yeah. There was a hacky version of it that kind of worked, but even then, that wasn't even... Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I missed... Maybe that's why it isn't as good because it's it's kind of the whole event right the halo party was the whole thing all your friends there and you know you know staying up too late and the whole the whole deal so i think if you did that then it would be then it would be different but the experience now there'd be beer involved so yeah it would be more fun it would be way more fun so i take it back i would play multiplayer again in that scenario heck yeah this game's great andrew you're wrong blaming with you (laughs) No, oh, thank my you. goodness. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just Andrew saying Andrew hates Halo. Halo. <laughs> All right. That's the take. All right. Away. You're right. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Hey, I uninstalled it immediately after playing. <laughs> it's true. We did. Uh, on that note, uh, thanks for listening. We will be back next week with Halo 2. Um, it's going to be fun. So we will see you next week. Combat evolved, evolved. Evolved, evolved. Bye, Craig. Evolved, evolved. <laughs>